all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Let's join Bishop Kevin J. Foreman. Um, I want you to just stay standing. Go to Genesis chapter 11. Before y'all start in the back, go to Genesis chapter 11. I want to just, again, uh, thank you if tonight's your first time with us. Thank you. We love you. Please come down after service. I'd love to meet you and shake your hand. Also, don't forget, uh, we'll be sowing corporate first fruits on January 25th. Give me a little bit more volume in the house. On uh, January 25th, we're going to be doing corporate first fruits, so you need to look at your communique. Touch somebody and say, read your communique. Amen for that. Also, this past Sunday, uh, I ministered the word, love God, love people. And, uh, and, and so, of course, we had a, a, a pleasant surprise on Sunday morning. But we like babies, kids. Baby, we don't die. We just multiply. Come on, somebody. So, amen. And last Wednesday, I finished our Servanthood 101 series. You need to get that. And I'll talk a little bit more the, about the Life Center right after church. Amen. You're doing Genesis chapter number 11. Now, let's make our faith confession as it pertains to how we receive the word. This is, this is my, Bible. my Bible. It is the living word of God. My mind, is renewed. my mind is renewed. My spirit is prepared, spirit is prepared to, receive the word, to receive the word, which produces faith. Which produces faith. And, faith and faith pleases God. Pleases God. I'm not just a hearer. I'm, I'm, I'm a doer. This word, this word has, given me life has given me life and life more abundantly. Amen. Genesis 11. Are you there? Amen. Just look at somebody, tell them it's going to be all right. And I dare you to smile at them. Smile at them. No, I'm serious. Smile like a real smile, like a for real smile. Amen. Hallelujah. Genesis 11, verse number one. Let's look at this. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. Now, typically people read this scripture and they say that as if it's a bad thing. But, but that's not because we're going to look because in Acts, God took them right back to one language called the Holy Ghost. So... So watch this, Genesis 11 and 1. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. In other words, they all understood one another. No, you, you missed that. You missed that. They all understood one another. Look, look at somebody and say, I understand you. Tell them, I know where you're coming from. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinir, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the whole face of the earth. Now watch this. Because they have one language, which really means they have what? One what? Mind. So, well, watch this. Since they have one mind, what, what's happening is, is they said, let's build a city for ourselves. And not only are we going to build a city for ourselves, let's make ourselves great. Let's make a name for ourselves in the earth. Now, most folk read that and they think that something was wrong with it because of what the Lord does. But I want to teach you something. Watch this. Go to verse 5. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one, and they have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Well, watch this. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. No, no, no. God, God says, when, when the people have one mind and speak one language, 
There is nothing that they cannot do. Now, see, see, because I, I dealt with this a little bit on Sunday. Uh, when the people around you in your life have one mind. See, the reason some of y'all can't get nothing built is because everybody around you trying to build something else. All right. All right. What else is? And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one. They have one language, meaning they can what? What did I tell you? They could understand one another. Uh, and this is what they begin to do. Nothing they want to do shall be withheld from them. Seven, come let us go down and confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore, its name is called Babel, or really Babylon, meaning confusion. Because the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad the face of the earth. Now, 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 now I want you to do this. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. If, you if you agree with me, there's nothing, there's nothing. We, cannot do. we cannot do. Look at somebody else. Just tell them, if you agree with me, there's nothing we can't do. So then here's my question. Why we ain't doing it? <laughs> Father, I decrease that you might increase. Speak through me now, Father. Custom, make this word for us, your people, tonight as we study your word, as we labor in your word tonight, God. Open our eyes, open our ears to receive tonight, God. Father, I speak to the blinders that the God of this world has placed on the eyes of your people and command them to fall now. That this word might go forth and it might penetrate. It's a dual-edged sword that it might penetrate tonight. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. amen. Just slap somebody a high five tonight and say, neighbor, neighbor. let's strengthen our family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be seated in the presence of the Lord tonight. Amen. Amen. Let's let's get into this tonight. We're just I'm kind of going to go kind of slow tonight so we get this. There's a ringing that y'all need to fix back here, please. Uh, go back to verse number six. Go back to verse number six. And let's look at it. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are what? One. Now, let's examine this whole concept of one in Scripture. The first time God deals with the people being one comes up in Genesis. The Bible says, and for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they shall become what? One flesh. Now, one flesh entails what? One soul. Which is that soul is the what? Mind. So in other words, let them have one approach. Let them have one thought about the situation. Let them have one will about the situation. Let them have one set of emotions about the situation. See, have you ever gotten some bad news in your life and you were like, I know God has got this under control, but your friend acted crazy about it? See, see, that means you won't walk. See, unless two walk in agreement. So what happens is this, is the Lord looked at the people and he said, because they are one, there's nothing that they cannot do. He said, if they want to build a city to heaven, they can do it. If they want to build a tower, they can do it. Look what the Bible says. The Bible says that the Lord, he left heaven from his throne. And he came down to earth. Now, of course, God is omnipresent. So you understand what this is showing. It's just giving us a picture. And he goes and he looks at what they did. And God says, I'm sort of surprised. Because for all of their foolishness, when they come together on something, they're unstoppable. And see, that's what goes on in the body of Christ today. You got a bunch of foolishness, but God says, despite all of that foolishness, if I can get y'all to just set aside stuff that don't matter and start focusing on the things that do matter, God says, y'all could do anything. He was almost shocked when he looked. He said, wow. And, and they think they're going to come up here with me? Uh, are you getting what I'm saying? Now watch this. I want you to go to Acts chapter 2. So the Tower of Babel, God confuses their language. Now the question would be, well, Bishop, why would God do that? Well, you've you got to understand what had been prophesied. You've got to understand some different things. I'm not going to really get into that tonight, but I just want to give you the simple answer. 
The simple answer is that God says, listen, they're doing it, but they did not involve me. Watch this. They're building their lives. They're building their businesses. They're building their ministries. They're bu- but but they, nobody asked me nothing. So God says, you can be building your life and building your business and building your family. And God says, you're using your education and you're leaning on that, but you're not leaning on God. And God says, the problem I got is not that y'all are working together. The problem I got is y'all are working together thinking it's going to work without me. God says, the problem I got with your marriage is that you're trying to work it out with 12 steps and not with me. God says, the steps are good, but if you don't get me, the steps won't work. You, you, you're not here. The problem I got with what you're doing with your kids, I like what you're doing with your children. Problem is, you ain't involved me with what you're doing with your children. So God says, uh, what I got to do is I got I to make a point here. God says, I need to confuse your languages so that you all can't have communication anymore. Then, of course, the Bible talks about how they would go to the four corners of the earth. And then, of course, you get the descendants of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem. The Semitic people, Jewish people, Ham, uh, peoples, uh, uh, we would call them today uh, minority groups today, and Japheth, European descent people. Okay, From those three, sons of Noah, was the whole earth populated. Now, watch this. Are you there in Acts 2? Now, let me say this. Watch this. Uh, let me get to Acts 2. How about that? Y'all with me? Now, I just want to lay this foundation, and, and then I'm going to drop it off real good. But I need us to understand this um, b- because a lot of good stuff never works because it's not God stuff. Amen. And you can have a lot of good plans in your life, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and it will never work because God says, I was never involved in that process. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, so let's look at this. <clears throat> Acts chapter 2. Can y'all hear me all right? Yes, sir. Acts chapter 2. Go to verse 1. Now, you know the scripture. When the day of Pentecost, Pente, 50 days after the Passover, had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Now, I've, I've told you that, that with one accord is different than being on one accord. Do you understand that? Because if, if everybody's on one accord, everybody's in each other's way. Because everybody's trying to be the head. And everybody's trying to run something. And they can't run their house talking about they come to come up up in here and run something. Come on, it's Bible study, so I can give it to you a little raw. I can give it to you a little raw. All right? So, so what happens is, is they were with one accord. What is one accord, Bishop? They were with one language. Meaning they understood one another. They all knew, listen, I'm not here to see you. We're here to get the Holy Ghost. See, that, that's why some folks come to church and they get hurt in church because they don't come to see God. They come to see. And so now they feel us get hurt. And so we like, see, I just left the church. Church people. No, you. It ain't church folk. That's you. See, if your motive was right and you came with the same language, you couldn't offend me. You can't offend me. I ain't coming for you. I came to hear the man of God deliver the word of God. I came to hear God. I really, I, it's nice that you're here and all, but I really did not come to see you. And see, people, when people know that, see, see, the greatest deliverance you can have in your life is deliverance from folk. Because, see, when you get delivered from folk and they realize they no longer have that kind of power over you anymore, you can stare me down the whole service, honey, and I'm a. What you need instructions on how to shout? Come on, one, two, one, two. You understand? Seriously, in your life, you got to be delivered from folk. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, look at this. <clears throat> they were in one place. Now, doesn't that sound a lot like what happened when they built the Tower of Babel? They were in one place building a tower in a city. And what did they say they wanted to do? Let's make a name for ourselves. Now, watch this. God didn't have a problem with that. He just had a problem with the fact that they were trying to do it on their own. Look at it. <clears throat> and suddenly, somebody say suddenly. suddenly. 
Now watch this. Let me teach you this principle while we're going. Y'all all right? Here's the principle. Suddenlies only happen when things are in alignment. Suddenlies only happen when things are in alignment in your life. That's why order is so important. If you ain't got that series decently in an order, you need to get that. I mean, you ought to knock the doors down and get this. Because order is so important in your life. What, what, see, the anointing. Say anointing. anointing. Say grace. grace. The anointing, grace, favor, all of those things, why would that's supernatural? If you can buy it, it's not favor. You understand? You, you, you understand? So, so if you can buy it, it's not favor. If you can, if you can talk your way into it, it's not favor. Uh-huh. Favor is just simply unmerited grace. So now watch this. Bishop, what does all that mean? It means this. God says, why would I add something super to a natural mess? You, so here, here's the picture I want you to get. Y'all remember Mario Brothers? Did y'all remember the mushroom? Now what did the mushroom do? It made him bigger. That's what the anointing of God is like. It's like that mushroom. Why would God, you're a mess, and why would God give you a mushroom so you could and be a big mess? You, you see what I'm saying? So, so now watch this. So God says, if you want suddenlies in your life, and I'll teach more in detail about this in the future, but God says, everything's got to be in order. Uh-huh. Meaning, you've you got you to make decisions in your finances. You've got to make decisions that you know what, maybe it ain't the devil, maybe it's bad budgeting. <laughs> maybe it's you spend more than you bring in. Now, that's not the devil. Come on, but we all been guilty of that. Come on, just be honest. So just uh, look, at the, look at your neighbor and say, let the redeemed of the Lord say. So, <laughs> many mistakes, thank God for the blood, move on. You get it? So your finances got to be in order, your family's got to be in order, your marriage has got to be in order. That's why, let me just give you an example of this. In the house, if, if the marriage is not right, then don't expect your kids to be anything different than what's happening in the big room. Bishop, what about single parent households? If you're so busy trying to get somebody in the other side of the bed, don't be surprised when your daughter, 11 and a half, come up to you. Mom, I want you to meet somebody. You getting this? Because it's out of order up here. So I had no choice but to be out of order down here. All right. And suddenly, somebody say suddenly. Suddenly means that instantaneously, right away. No delay. What suddenly means. Now, watch this. You can't buy a suddenly. Did you hear what I just said? You, you, you can't buy a suddenly. Look at somebody next to you. Tell them you can't buy a suddenly. Now, watch this. There came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house they were sitting in. Now, notice what filled the house. The sound filled the house. The sound, watch the scripture, it was like a wind, but, but it didn't say the wind filled the house. The sound filled the house. So, 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 watch this, watch this. What is the sound? What what is the sound that that continues in your house? You're missing it. If the sound in your house is a bunch of strife and discord and anger and frustration, that's what's filling your house. If it's a bunch of arguing and backbaiting and all that, and you call that family? If that's the sound that's filling your house, then you're going to have a mistake going on. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Now look at this. <clears throat> then there appeared to them divided tongues. Now watch this. Let me just tell you. Say upper room. Now where they're actually at, the Greek word there is cynical. C-E-N-A-C-L-E. It is on Mount Zion. It is actually where the tomb of David was. Okay. Now, say upper room. 
So in other words, they were in a room built on praise. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. They were in a room that was built upon praise. The, the Zion, the city of God, the city of death. They were in a room that was built on praise. In other words, again, I, I kind of talked about this Sunday. The atmosphere was conducive. Well, it's because I'm going somewhere because what am I teaching you tonight? Strengthening our family. So watch this. This is important because atmosphere is important. Even in dealing with the church, please understand, people come for atmosphere. And I'm not going to be accepted and loved in there or folk going to look at me crazy because I ain't a regular. Or folks going to look at me crazy because I got two rings on my finger. Folks going to look at me crazy because I got an earring. Y'all ain't saying nothing. The atmosphere, man, is important. You ever been around somebody who's just negative? And the moment you walk in there, the atmosphere is just totally jacked. And so you go in there, hallelujah, the Lord is good. And then all of a sudden you go in there and then they talking all this foolishness and you and what is it? And it just grieves you. You were full of praise and now you That's why that's important. That's why, and I say this, and I say this often, but, but please understand, I hear the Holy Ghost say it again. That's why you don't let everybody in your house. Right. And you don't let your kids go to everybody's house. And then they come back, and you wonder why they act like they act. Because they didn't pick up Freddie, Jason, and Kruger's name spirit from over their friend's house and brought it back to your house. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. I tell y'all every time, when people come, even the armor bears, when they come, they got, there's the oil. Bless yourself. Cause you ain't, I don't know what you got with you, what you accidentally picked up, and what, I, what was imputed or inadvertently. I don't know. All I know is that where I'm at, the kingdom is. And so you ain't going to mess up what's around me. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. All right. This this too deep. Let's turn around three times. You're coming down in three days. Then. Somebody say then. So watch this. The sound preceded the manifestation. Meaning, God says, if I can't get y'all to declare something and make a sound first, I'll never manifest it. If I can't get you to speak out of your mouth what it is that you're believing me for, I'll never manifest it. Because the sound's got to go out first. You hear a plane far before you see one. Look at somebody and say, what, what's, what, what's your sound? See, there's a few different people. <clears throat> there's a few different people. There's people whose sound is always just annoying. You, you know them. And just look straight here if you sit next to them. You, every time they talk, this is like, oh, here we go. It looks, I told you, y'all ain't looking straight ahead. Y'all are making it way too obvious who you're talking about. <laughs> then there's people who every time they're around you, they're, they, they're always apologizing. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, 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 I'm sorry. Apologizing for stuff they can't control. Is it too hot? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You ain't working the air system. What you sorry for? But watch this. Since that's their sound, that's their manifestation. They show us sorry. Quiet up in here. If your sound is always negative, that's your manifestation. If your sound is always, you know what? I never get a break. You never going to get a break. Your sound precedes your manifestation. Are you here? Then there appeared to them <coughs> divided tongues as of what? Fire. And one sat upon each of them. Now here's what the deal about fire is. You don't need fire unless there's something you're burning. Are you here? So, 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 because I need you to get this. Because a lot of people, you know, even with the baptism of the Holy Spirit and all that, I'm not going to really get into that tonight. But, but people, even with that, people, oh, Lord, give me Holy Ghost. And the most they Holy Ghost give them is tongues. 
And so they, ooh, they, ooh, he komasanata shabada. Well, why didn't that Holy Ghost help you to get out of debt? Why didn't that same Holy Ghost help you to stop picking the wrong kind of man? You do know he's not a bird. You, you do know that. Like a dove, not a dove. You do know that he's not wind. Like wind, but he's not wind. I know that surprises you. <laughs> you understand? So the Holy Ghost, he says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you fire. But I'm only giving you fire when I'm burning something. So here's what the fire is doing. You, you, you get this. The fire is burning something out of you, but then giving you fuel to do something. Watch this. So let's, let's track our steps. I don't want to go too fast. Let's track our steps. Watch this. <clears throat> so when everything is with what? One accord, and the sound comes. And so, Bishop, what is the sound? What's coming out of your? Then you have a? manifestation so the Holy Spirit's gonna send fire to burn something out of you and give you fuel and the fuel that he gives you is the ashes of what he burnt out of you say again the fuel he gives you is the stuff he burns out of you so he burns that pride out of you and now all of a sudden you see everybody else's pride and you start interceding praying for him but don't forget that you was once that too now. Are y'all here? Are y'all learning something? Because yeah, I, I want us to get this now. This is important. <clears throat> and one sat on what? Each of them. Now they were there doing what? I need you to catch this. This principle is so important. They were there to see God what? Corporately. But when they got involved in what God was doing corporately, God got involved with what they were doing personally. And so a lot of folks do it backwards. God, if you get involved, I'll get involved in the church. God says, no, that ain't how I'm doing that. You ain't going to play me. God says, first you're going to get involved with what I'm doing, then I'll get involved with what you're doing. Y'all yep. yes, ain't hearing what I'm saying. God says, so you want your business to prosper? Then you need to get in the house and help the house to prosper. Because the principle is God says, I'm going to move corporately before I come deal with you individually as it pertains to manifestation. After the sound occurred, the manifestation came, then it sat on them individually. We getting this? Are we learning? Now let's look at it. And they were all what? <clears throat> Filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them others. Now I've talked to you this several times, but again, you understand other tongues here is other languages. Three different kinds of tongues. There's other languages for the purpose of evangeliz uh, evangelizing. Okay, and this time, only one group of people had the gospel. There were several different groups of people that needed it. That's why if you read on, the Bible will say that different people groups, Cretans and Arabs, came up because everybody was gathered in Jerusalem during this time. And they came up to them, and as they did that, they said, how is it that we hear this person who doesn't have our language speaking in our language? So how is it that someone that's never spoken Spanish is speaking Spanish? Well, because the Holy Spirit gave him other tongues so that he could tell them the gospel. Then there's tongues as your prayer language. You understand that? Then there's tongues as prophecy, where you have an interpreter. Now, again, if you're saying, Bishop, that's really deep, you need to be in Bible college. Amen. 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 So you can get all, we'll get all in the juice. Amen. We'll get it from the rooter to the tutor. Yes, sir. Got it? <clears throat> so other tongues, the Spirit gave them utterance. And they were Jerusalem, uh, dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. So, again, this is why. So watch this. I need you to catch this, though. What was the need at the time? Now you'd have to read ahead a little bit, but but what what did we just what did we just read? There were in Jerusalem what men from what every nation. But now the people in the upper room were all of one persuasion. So the need at the time was that the gospel got to more than those disciples that were in the upper room, along with the apostles. So what the Holy Spirit does is He said, "All right." The need right now is that y'all can tell all the rest of the folk in the city the gospel. So my manifestation is going to be provision for what my vision is during this time. Now, I, I need you to catch it. I need you to catch it. So in other words, the Holy Spirit said, I know you want a Bentley right now. 
But we working on keeping your Tudor Honda clean. So before we get there, let's work right here. So I'm not going to manifest that because the season ain't right for that. No, we're missing it. We're missing it. We're missing it. God says, the need right now in your life is what I'm going to come to manifest. God says, listen, I'm dealing with what you need in the season. What, what did Jesus say? This is how you ought to pray. Give us this day our what? Daily bread. In other words, he says, tomorrow's going to take care of itself, so I'm not going to worry about that, but I need the bread for today. See, you and your neighbor are on the same date, but y'all are not on the same day. Y'all missed what I just said. We're all on, what's today? The 16th? See, Aunt See? Set your hands. Lord, get the man of God out the past. All right, watch this. Watch this. Now, we're all on the date December 17th. That's the date we're on. But you and your neighbor are on, on two totally different days of your life. You're at a totally different place in your walk with God than the person sitting next to you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so that's why God says, listen, that's when, when Jesus gave us the example of prayer. He said, give us this day our daily bread. In other words, he says, what you need for today is not what your neighbor needs for today. And so, but if I can't get y'all to come in agreement corporately, I can't do what I need to do individually right. Let me give you a very, a very practical example. At a corporation, if the corporation, and we've seen this happen in our nation, if the corporation can't get things aligned on a corporate level, then individuals are going to get what? Laid off. God says, if I can't get my body aligned corporately, that explains what's happening to individuals. Are y'all getting this? So, so, again, what's the principle? You want God to get involved with what you're doing? You get involved with what he's doing first. Because, see, God's smart. He says, you are not going to play me. Yeah, but anybody have been played? Just come on. And see, let me tell you if you've forgiven them. If you just got angry, you need to come down for forgiveness. You need to come down. You need to come down for forgiveness. You get what I'm saying? But God says, y'all ain't going to play me. Y'all all right? I got just a few minutes. Okay, watch this. <clears throat> and when the sound occurred, the multitude occurred, uh, came together. Now, wait a minute. Didn't the sound come in verse 2? Meaning that before the people were done getting what they needed, God already had multitudes gathered for them. No, no, we missed it. The sound occurred in what? Verse what? Two. But now in verse 6, the Bible says when the sound occurred, the multitude started coming together. Meaning that God says, once you start getting stuff aligned in your life, I got multitudes of folks lined up outside waiting on you. I got the right business people, the right investors, the right bankers, the right, I got the right, they're waiting on you. And they've been gathering once your sound starts becoming right. But until your sound is right, you're not going to have any kind of positive manifestation. We're missing it. I'm looking in your spirits and you're missing it. Let's, let's, let's step back. Okay. We're going to rewind. Here we go. God says, verse 6, what does the Bible say? Read it. Ready, read. Stop. Read verse 2. Stop right there. That's good. So verse 6 just told us when that sound occurred that happened in verse 2, which in a chronological sequence means it happened before verse 6. Now, how long that was, I can't tell you, but it happened before verse 6. God says, once your sound, say, what's my sound? Once your sound starts lining up and stuff starts getting in order in your life, I immediately begin getting multitudes of people ready for you. And they're waiting on you, but they can't see you until the fire's done. Oh, I feel like preaching tonight. Y'all better hear what I'm doing. They can't see you until the fire has burnt up what needs to come out of you, and the fire's giving you fuel so you know what you're supposed to do. 
If the fire didn't come, watch this, they would have walked out to that multitude and started trying to speak to them in a Jewish dialect and they would not have understood them. Oh, Y'all are missing it. See, you're trying to run from the fire. And God says, baby, you need to go through that thing because once you get out there, you're not going to know what to speak. You're not going to know what to say. And you'll meet the banker, but you won't know what to do to him. You won't know what to say to him. You'll meet the spouse you've been praying for, but you won't know what to say because you stopped the fire. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I'm so teaching better than y'all saying amen. That's good preaching, even if I'm doing it myself. So watch this. They could not be revealed until the fire was done. Because it was doing two things. What was it doing? Burning out and giving fuel. You understand? The roof is on fire. And look at your neighbor and say, you sure don't need no water. That's your problem. People keep giving you water to get you out of your fire. Go through. I'm going to say something. I don't care who's going to like it. The problem with so many folk in the body of Christ is they want somebody to come put a fire extinguisher on what they, oh, baby, it's going to be okay, baby, God is, no, go through it. Deal with it. Well, Bishop, you just don't know. I don't need to know. Deal with it. Because if I put water on that fire, you're going to be stuck in the upper room for years. And you know what you're going to be saying? What the body of Christ has been saying for years. God's getting ready to do something. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Oh, I see new things happening, new things happening. And they be lying to you. They be lying to you because unless you go through the fire, you, you ain't going nowhere. I see the Lord, I see the Lord. I see the Lord saying, shut up and go through the fire. That's what I see him saying. Because I know you think you're real spiritual, but God says there's some pride I got to burn up out of you. There's some arrogance I got to burn out of you. There's some doubt I got to burn out of you. <sighs> well, can you just help me out for this? Can you? No! Go through! Y'all ain't going to talk to me. They ain't going to talk to me, Dan. This is too hard preaching. I'm sorry. I can't do this in Denver. I'm sorry. Hallelujah, everyone. The word of the Lord declares in verse number six. Uh, and when the sound occurred. <laughs> Y'all ain't talking. It's just so hard. I know. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to hurt. It's fire. <laughs> What you think? It's supposed to feel good? <laughs> what you think? You're just going to be, woo, glory to God. I just, it's fire, man. I, you know what? Give me, no, y'all shouldn't have no lighters because, all right, but, <laughs> all right. That's a whole nother thing. If you're working on it, we're praying for you. It's all right. We love you. We love you. We love you. If, if, uh, uh, what? Somebody bring me a candle. One of them candles out there. And it's red, too. That'll get my point across. What's this? You, nobody, what's this? <clears throat> no, nobody walks into Florida weather in the middle of July with a parka on. Thank you, son. Now, let me, let me say. Now, what's this? Now, pretend that's fire. Actually, pretend the whole thing is fire. Bible says I can touch serpents and stuff, so Amen. this whole thing is fire. Listen, it's supposed to hurt. It's, it's supposed to. But it's just, I, you know, I just, I never been through this before. I know. <laughs> but I'm just trying to just seek God and say, I, yeah, keep seeking. <laughs> but Bishop, I gave two weeks ago and I ain't seen no manifestation. <laughs> Give again. <laughs> apparently, your seed wasn't big enough. Oh, <laughs> if your seed didn't fix it, apparently it wasn't enough. <laughs> wasn't, that wasn't enough. That's how they said in the Baptist church. That wasn't enough. Wasn't no enough. Bishop, I just, I've been single for two and a half years. Good. What's another two years then? Right. Oh, y'all ain't going to sit. Don't. <laughs> Give me a towel. <laughs> Got that glitter on my hands. 
don't want to go the wrong place and you know. <laughs> just, that's good. That's good. I'm good. You know, people like, no, that's your bishop. That glitter on his hands. <laughs> Y'all can have fun in church now. But bishop, it seems like it's just been going on for a long time. So then let's step back and evaluate. What have you done? Come on, somebody. See, I, I got something the other day. Um, I got something in the mail, and I was having a good time. The Lord just been a just wave after wave of great things. And, you know, I believe in being transparent. Uh, transparent. These are my confessions. <laughs> These are my confessions. So, <laughs> so, so I got something in the mail, and, uh, and so I was just having a good day. And I looked at the, who it was from. And I said, you know, the devil is a lie. <laughs> Satan will rebuke you. <laughs> so I open it up and and I look at it and I say, you know, I really know y'all, 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 I mean, y'all and Satan are working together. I mean, I mean, like y'all are like in cahoots. I mean, y'all on his payroll. And then you know what I did? <laughs> I folded it up. I set it over here and I kept making my sound. Because if I would have let that stop me from making my sound, no manifestation, no manifestation, the multitudes of folk that are in this city that are waiting on us, y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. They've been waiting. Tell somebody to say they're waiting. Because I, I got to get to my point now. Because watch this. Watch this. I'm trying to help us get in position for this. Watch this. <clears throat> The multitude came together in verse 2 when they started, when the sound started. Uh -huh. Okay. Let's look. Watch this. And they were confused. See, that's what happens with people at first. People are confused because they don't know how to take you. See, that's what happens when some folk come in this house. That, Man, my, he's preaching. That's the, I ain't never heard the word. What, what did he say? I ain't never heard that. Yeah, that, that's because I'm an apostle. I'm a revelator. Right? You, you understand? I never heard that. I, I don't know. I just got to pray. You know. Y'all didn't hear what I'm saying? Some of y'all, when y'all heard me say one of my favorite words, you can say that in the pulpit. Oh, absolutely. Jesus routinely said it and preached about it. In the context, I use it. Because when the multitude first sees you, they're confused. That's how it always starts. See, if, you, if you're misunderstood by a lot of people, then let me tell you what your setup is for. Because read on. Ready, read. Well, stop. <laughs> Wait a minute. They were confused at first. I don't even know how to take this. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. That's why you better get delivered from folk. Let them talk about you. Because while they're confused about you, you better read after that comma. They're getting ready to be amazed and marveled by you. I know you're confused about me right now. That's all right. I'm confused about you. I don't even know if I like you either. But that's all right. After a while, you're going to be amazed and marveled. Come on, y'all. I got nine minutes. Are y'all going to help me? I ain't, even, I ain't even started my notes. All right. <laughs> because, but, because, but watch this. Because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Meaning I was confused, but then when I sat down and listened, all of a sudden I was amazed and marveled because he's saying just what I need. He's talking right to me. How is it that he's preaching this word and I ain't never shook his hand, never met him, never said nothing to him, yet he's all up in my business? It's because at first they, they, they're confused. But then they're going to be amazed. And then they're going to marvel. And then they will follow. Because I'm, I'm strengthening our family. I'm 
I'm, I'm dealing with this as from a corporate level because I'm, I'm talking to this house is what, what I'm talking. You, you understand that? You understand that? See, the Denver don't, at first they're confused. Now, final harvest. Now, they saying Jesus coming back next week. Now, the final. Now, what that mean? That's like final frontier. Final destination, that movie. They confused. And he's giving folk identity and, and, and people actually learning in church and actually growing in church and it's actually relevant to where I can understand it. And even though I know Hebrew and Greek, you don't live in Hebrew and Greek. And so how is it that I read that and couldn't understand nothing? And when he said it, it's like, whoop, there it is. I thought you knew. Come on, come on. Louder. What, what's this? <laughs> what, what's this? They were confused. I'm speaking to the city of Denver. Because they watch the TV and they watch the internet and all that and they're confused. Is he Baptist? Or Pentecostal? Or is he charismatic? Oh, he one of them new age folks. That's why he got jeans on. He a new ager. So they're confused at first. Y'all ain't hear nothing. That, that's, why, that's why you got to get delivered from folk. Because if it's two, if it's 200, 2,000, whatever, makes me no difference. Because I understand that while you're confused by me, baby, in a few short months, you'll be following me. Because I didn't come to take sides. I came to take over, and I make no apology for it. Well, you just shouldn't say stuff like, well, then you should just be more mature. That's what you should do. Well, you should just, uh, no, you should just, you, come on. See, that's the, the body, see, watch this. Y'all ain't, are y'all all right? I'm preaching too hard, Jim Marie. This is hard. It's too hard. This is, this is way too hard. Now, now look, <clears throat> then they get confused. Then they say, look, are, are, are not all these who speak Galileans, and how is it that we hear them in our own language which we were born? In, in, word, in, in, other words, in other words, God says, once this process has happened, so you remember the process, they're confused and they're amazed and marvel, and they're saying, how can he, watch this, how can they? No, you, you Because Peter ain't said nothing yet. The apostle ain't said nothing yet. It was the people. I need you to catch me. It, it was the culture of the people. Meaning when they see you, oh, you one of them final harvest folk. Absolutely. So you're right. Play around. I may mess around and buy this place. Don't mess with me. I didn't come to take that. Come here, son. Somebody, somebody told his, uh, his uh, I guess, can I say that on Brandon? You? Okay. Uh, an unknown employer <laughs> said to you, they, they said to you, you, you just see, tell them what they tell you. You got 10 seconds, son. I have an attitude like I want to take over. <laughs> and, and tell and tell them what and tell them what this because they, they were reprimanding or they were upset because yeah and they said tell them what they said about the pen. I'm sorry. About the pen, you said this is my pen and I think you're gonna take my pen. Oh, when I come in, I, I ask to use the pen. I was gonna take over the pen. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to get the people their stuff and all that. And, the, and the, you know, the, the boss says, listen, I, I just, you know, like, here's my pen. So you didn't do it right, son. You got to make it visual. He said, now, here's my pen. And he says, you, you, I mean, you just have the attitude, like, if I leave my pen out there, like, you would take it over. <laughs> Is that what he said? That's what he said. So in other words, watch this. The people were marveled, not because of the man of God, not yet. They were marveled because of the people. Meaning, when they see you out in King Supers, they're marveled at you. They're like, how is it that you're this nice and this loving and I ain't met folk like this before? How is it that you're like this? I remember you two years ago when we used to go to such and such place, and now you're different. Show you right. I'm one of them final harvest folk. Stop somebody, high five. Say, I'm one, I'm one. What's this? And what does that mean, one of them final harvest folk? We one of them takeover people. 
Matter of fact, that's why some people get scared of you when you come around them. Because they're scared of whatever they got. But the book said, I am to dispossess and repossess. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. We, 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 I can't say this on tape. Remind me, I got to tell y'all something after the tape. <laughs> can't put it on the tape. What's this? So, so everybody's marvel. Now, I want you to go to the end of, end of Acts 2. Come on, I got to get through this. I ain't even started my notes. Acts chapter 2, go to verse 40, uh, 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 Go to verse uh, 41. Acts 2, 41. So now the multitude, say multitude. multitude. They were what? Confused. Then they were. Now look at what they do. Verse 41. Ready, read. I'm talking to this house. So, so look at what it says, though. Those who gladly receive. Well, wait a minute. Didn't the book just say that the whole multitude was what? What's the second two? Marvel. That, that gives the connotation that they were glad. If you're in amazement, that means you're glad about something. Meaning that they went and subdued the entire multitude in one day. No, y'all ain't hear me. They, they took the whole zip code in one day. Didn't no chickens die? No, no. One day, they took the whole multitude. Are you getting this? Now, now watch this. Go, 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 uh, go, go to Acts 6. <laughs> Let me just give you these points real quick. Y'all all right? And watch this. My role as your pastor and the spiritual father is to move us into what God has ordained for us corporately and personally. Again, if you want God to get involved with what you're doing, you must be involved with what he's doing. First. Now watch this. Please understand. Let me speak to this, this house. God wants us to be the largest church in this state. Now I will go sit down if y'all don't say something better than that. He wants us to be that. Uh, watch this. There's a church in Korea, where, in, that, in, that, in, in South Korea, where Christianity is not even their uh, number one belief system. Uh, uh, and that church has over 750,000 in attendance. Not members. In attendance. I forget what they had. I think it was like 30 services a week. And it's so big, they don't even let some people come to the church. You have to do a home thing where you do it at your house. In a, in a country where Christianity is not even the predominant religion. So, so please understand, I think it is a slap in God's face. Yeah, we got 300 folks on the road. We got 3,000 in, yeah, we got 3,000 in attendance. Yeah, well, you took half of them from that man's church. Whoops. Didn't mean to say that. The kingdom ain't been advanced. You just swap sheep. You didn't actually advance anything. You just swapped. Y'all ain't talking to me. So, so seven hundred fifty thousand people in weekly attendance. In a in a country, I think the population of the country is like eighty million. So they're they're smaller. The United States. Now, territorial-wise, they're also far smaller. They're probably smaller than the state of Colorado, I believe, uh, um, geography-wise, mileage-wise, square footage. The point is, is that if they can do it over there, then don't tell me the best God can do is 56,000 right. over here. Right. Well, but the culture is different. The culture didn't change it. Right. Look at somebody say, I'm a culture changer. This is important, because what am I talking about tonight? Strengthening our family. Now watch this. Please understand this. God wants you to be more than just multitude. There how many people come to church? What are they? Please understand, which are you? Now watch this. 
Some basics. Let me give you some very basic. These are things that are so practical. I mean, so practical. You ready? Because we can talk all of these spiritual principles, but I need to tell you how to go walk it out. Got it? Now, these, now, these are really basic, but these are things that we have to, again, if you can't major in, in the basics, if, if, if you, you know, that's like somebody saying, you know, we're going to get married. Well, do you trust her? No. Does he trust you? No. And we cheated on each other last week, but we know this is the one. We know. That relationship's going to last all of, you know, two and a half weeks. Now, y'all laughing, but y listen. Hey, man, if you actually did that one time, it's all right. Let the redeemed of the Lord say. No. Don't you beat yourself up for your mistakes. Watch this. Some basics. You ready? Um, we don't print the communiques for our health. We don't work on those so that you have something to hold in your hand during church so that you don't feel like you're standing alone. <laughs> they are printed so you can read them. So if we're going to take a city, let's start with reading the communique. I'm serious. Y'all ain't writing. You ain't right. <laughs> I'm serious. What's this? What's this? Membership services, which is one of the century's most premier ideas, which I'm trying to copyright that and patent that too. <laughs> it only works if you notify membership services. So if you're ill, let membership services know. If you've got a hospitalization, let membership services know. You need resources, housing, clothing, food. We will refer you to someone that can help you. And when membership services calls you, call back. Bishop, this ain't spiritual. It's very spiritual. Could you imagine Jesus trying to have a healing crusade with no catching ushers? No, I'm serious. Because we, we think he was just walking around with sheets and stuff. Just be healed, be healed, be healed. No, man, this was organized. He had a treasurer. He had a vice president. He had a head apostle. He had deacons. He had a, it was set up, man. This thing was organized. And when he would walk into a city, they had signs, just like they do uh, Benny Hinn. They'd be coming to the Pepsi Center. Let Jesus come into the, come into the Megadome. <laughs> Jesus, come to Galilee. Get your tickets today. <laughs> I'm serious. And people, it gets me, people on TV talking about, well, Jesus wouldn't have a plan. You a lie. Well, Jesus rode a donkey. That was the best they had back then. And he rode boats. Only people of some kind of substance can afford a boat. Especially a ship big enough where you can go sleep in the bottom. What, no whole boat? He had a quality cruise liner. You understand me? It gets me, people. I, you know what I'm saying? Well, Jesus, you know, didn't have that. Jesus had a house, too. You didn't know that? Right. Why do you think they cast lots for his clothes? Right. You don't cast lots for stuff you can go buy down at ARC. You just let them put that in the system, and you go check it out later. You get a better deal. You don't cast lots for rags, man. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. But Jesus first, he built that 12, and he was rough on that 12. You know, he talked to him rough. You brought a vipers. Told Peter, get behind me, Satan. He's supposed to be his best buddy. <laughs> Imagine that. Your best friend walking up to you. Hey, how you get behind me, Satan. You don't perceive the things of God. It won't lift your hands, you know. He was wrong with a man because he wasn't trying to build no punks. He was building warriors. Because somebody said, I'm a warrior. You're a warrior, man. So that brings me to my next point. You can't take a city if you keep getting easily offended with one another. Because remember, you don't come here for the person sitting next to you. 
You come here to hear from this sacred desk and to see the king of kings. That's what you come for. So if somebody offends you and all that, number one, love shouldn't get offended. So if you love as much as you say you do, but if you do perchance happen to be offended, then you don't let that, I just think the Lord Bishop is just my season. See, that's your problem. Your season changed so quick, you never get to put no roots down. Your season changed, I mean, your season changed with the wind. I'm just feeling like, no, that's your problem. You feel too much. You live in, this is Bible study now, so you, everything in your life is done by your feelings. Everything in your life is done by your feelings. I just felt today like I didn't want to go to work. And that's why you ain't got no job. I guarantee the Holy Ghost didn't say that. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.